magic is what happens when you find balance between method and madness, science and art. Welcome to the Magic Maker Podcast, the place where entrepreneurs who want to find magic can access aha moments and simple steps to big dreams. I'm your host, Jay Nicole Smith, but you can call me Nick. Let's get started, shall we? Welcome to season two of the Magic Maker podcast. If you're listening to this podcast as it goes live, it's February, which is a perfect time for a transition, a new season, a fresh start. I always like to think of February as the real beginning of the year because it just seems like every year January gets a bit lost. (laughs) But for most entrepreneurs, this time of year is like a free pass to catch up on all the stuff that fell by the wayside during the busy holiday season. I really find um, that this time of year is really exhilarating because it feels like there's finally all this time and space to do the bigger picture thinking. But no matter what time of year you're listening, I really think it's always important to take time to rise up out of the daily grind of your business and to think about this big picture stuff. Sometimes we need permission or even a little bit of accountability to do that. So consider this your official hall pass (laughs) to jump out of class and wander around for a little while in your imagination and your higher level brain you know, the one that isn't being utilized when you're just putting out fires all the time, (laughs) that one. I am really excited to kick this season off um, with some foundational ideas that about what it means to be an entrepreneur. I believe that the concepts I'm going to introduce you to today are profoundly helpful to achieve one of the most valuable gifts I aim to give the entrepreneurs I work with, and that is clarity a more simple, clear lens through which to view all the moving parts and complicated thought patterns of entrepreneuring. Today, I'm going to introduce you to the forces that I believe are working for or against our success so that you can begin to wrap your head around navigating them in a more purposeful way. In my experience, this is not only the path to better results, like more money and more productivity, which I know all of us are interested in. But it also reduces stress and increases joy and that mythic state of flow. Basically, I think these laws are the answer to shift from looking at one piece of your business at a time to mastering the skill of entrepreneuring, the very complex and challenging art of doing it all all at once but with more grace, ease, and efficacy. This episode is kicking off a season that is going to be full to the brim with some very practical, actionable concepts that I really hope will help break down some of the marketing myths, eliminate some fear, and give you some super simple steps to help build your brand and make the most of your unlimited potential. Now, if you're listening in your car or on a dog walk or while you're working out, make sure you do circle back for this episode and visit the show notes. Uh, this is episode 11, and you're going to find those on jnicolesmith.com slash podcast, because we do have a wonderful free resource there to help you actually use these concepts I'm introducing you today 
And trust me, your head will be going crazy at the end. So you're really going to want to have that um, to help you channel all of this energy into to create some great action for your business. Okay, so without further ado, I am thrilled to introduce you to the five laws of entrepreneurship. Let's make some magic, shall we? I have been making money as an entrepreneur for nearly 20 years. One of my earliest side hustles included making greeting cards and creating this sort of customized packaging for luxury lotions and soaps with my photography of the local area, which I sold through a gift shop in the tourist town where I lived during college. But I've always had my eye out for ways to use my skills to add value to a product or to turn a profit. Um, I bet a lot of you are like this. (laughs) Us entrepreneurs, we kind of have it ingrained in us to figure out ways to create little businesses and brands and ways to make money. Um, So I'm sure I'm not alone here. But for me, um, I didn't actually finish my degree uh, when I was going to college. I went to four universities and colleges in three years, and I actually quit to start what I call my first official business, (laughs) which was as a photographer and a graphic designer. That was in 2005, but it was at least four years before that horrible sort of daily pain of trying to figure out which bills to pay and which ones not to started to subside. I had crippling debt, I drove a crappy car, which was super embarrassing going to the photography clients' homes when they had like these multi-million dollar homes and I showed up in this wreck of a car. I lived with roommates, I had no health insurance, and the only expense that I really never compromised on was the ridiculously expensive food I fed my best friend Olivia, who was a Great Dane. (laughs) She ate like a queen, and I pretty much subsided on pasta roni and eggs. I mean, eventually my story did evolve into one where I moved from just scraping by to building not one, but a few six and seven figure businesses. I definitely was able to upgrade my lifestyle in just about every way possible, including the car. (laughs) But as I've learned over the last decade plus of experience and research, exploration and growth, no matter how unrecognizable my life and business is now from the way it was in 2005, the same five laws that dictated my success then still do apply to me now. These are the natural elements of entrepreneurship, the natural universal principles that every small business owner is influenced by. You don't get to opt in or opt out of these laws. I mean, (laughs) you can try and ignore them, but they're as formidable as the laws of physics, so their consequences are pretty much as unavoidable as something like gravity. I have spent my entire career as an entrepreneur. My years earning a master's in marketing, the weeks I spent writing and researching my books, and the 10,000 plus hours I've spent engaged in deep conversations with entrepreneurs about their own struggles and victories, trying to define and sort of outline the shapes of these laws. I knew they were there, but I've been trying to put them into words. And I believe I've finally been able to find their edges so that we can name and explain them 
and today I'd like to share them with you. The five laws of entrepreneurship are number one, mindset, number two, money, number three, marketing, number four, mechanics, and number five, momentum. In future episodes, I'm going to go into a lot more detail about a lot more aspects of each of these laws, but for now, I just wanted to sort of get you acquainted with them uh, because they're sort of like it or not, the masters of our success. So the first law is mindset. It does seem to surprise people when I talk about these laws that mindset is the first law over money. Because when you're an entrepreneur, money often feels like the number one sort of overlord of our success and happiness. And it is certainly the reason any business exists. But in reality, it's less impactful than your ability to show up as a confident leader of your business and your day. Equally, your mindset will have a great deal to do with how much money you earn and spend. So it is, in fact, the number one law. I began this Magic Maker podcast with nine episodes very heavy in mindset, focusing on ideas around self-love and scarcity, and that was for a very purposeful reason. As an entrepreneur, when you're the boss, and sometimes the entire team, one of the most important indicators of your success will be your ability to live in enoughness instead of scarcity. And Brene Brown famously describes this state as wholeheartedness. And if you're not familiar with Brene Brown, I highly recommend checking out The Gifts of, Imperfe- the Gifts of Imperfection and Daring Greatly. Um, they're fantastic resources. But all of this does sound a bit fluffy in the context of business, right? <laughs> But I promise you, your success as a business owner, a boss, a producer of products or services, and a handler of conflict and chaos, most especially an earner of money, will be dictated by your ability to stay out of that not enough time, not enough money, I'm not enough zone. At least most of the time. (laughs) This is priority number one. Okay, so moving on to our second law, money. This is sort of the big shiny elephant in the room, right? Money. It's very connected to the first law, mindset. The way we think about, manage, invest, and earn money is obviously essential to our success as entrepreneurs. It's also quite essential to our success as adults in general. But when it comes to money, most of us have to overcome deeply ingrained beliefs and habits in order to be logical and not so emotional about earning, spending, and saving money. Businesses only exist for one reason, and that is to earn revenue. This fact is cold and hard, but that's why I help people build brands instead of just businesses, because brands are businesses with the added topper of a bit more humanity. Specifically, I talk about building brands that matter, which I believe have personalities. They want to do good. They want to make a difference. They want to have a bit of fun and generally engage in the world as and with people instead of simply as money-making machines. But regardless of whether you're building a plain old business or a beautiful brand that matters, at the heart of it, one of your core capabilities has got to be earning more revenue. This seems to be the law that most people fear the most. But don't worry. In this season, we're going to explore some really simple, pain-free ways to begin to strengthen this law. The first place to start, though, is to explore your feelings about money and try to get more clear on the areas where you have good habits and a healthy mindset, and the areas where you can see the most room for improvement. 
in my own personal journey with money, I've really worked in the last couple of years to try and change some areas where I have felt real shame and embarrassment into areas of empowerment. And that's a really nice way to think about it as well. Like what are the feelings that you want to feel when it comes to looking at and talking about the money in your life and business? Okay, so we're on to our third law, marketing. Now, this law is another one that seems to be very unpopular, poor marketing. <laughs> Most of the entrepreneurs I meet either try and avoid marketing altogether or they actively really dislike or fear it. Now, one point I want to make early is that everything, and I mean everything, that leads to revenue in your business is marketing. So if you're someone who says you hate marketing and wonder why you're not making more money, <laughs> you can bet the two are connected. But marketing does not have to be painful, complicated, sleazy, or manipulative. In fact, the best, most effective marketing is none of these things. Marketing is simply turning conversations into action. That's my definition. Turning communications into conversions. Marketing is all about helping your clients and encouraging them to change their behavior. Essentially, we're talking about getting someone from not knowing you exist to becoming someone who buys from you, and better yet, tells all their friends how great you are. At its core, marketing is simply about showing up as the solution to people's problems and the answer to their desires. Marketing is about truly understanding the people you serve and what motivates them, and then just showing up as someone who's easy for them to say yes to. Sure, there are lots of strategies and tactics that we can go into that you know, fit into this whole marketing process. But just remember, for entrepreneurs, the best marketing is simply a very sincere set of conversations. One of my favorite things to do in my business is to help break marketing down into something less scary. And certainly you'll find lots of resources for that over on janenicolesmith.com because that's a really important part of what I help to do for entrepreneurs. It really does not need to be terrifying. But marketing, a bit like money, is something you are going to have to look at and try and reframe for yourself as interesting, <laughs> dare I say it, fun, if you're ever going to find the ease you're looking for as you grow your business. This is one of the reasons I believe in building brands, because I think it's one of the ways that can make marketing your business more fun. Okay, we're on to our fourth law, mechanics. Entrepreneurs seem to love this law because for most of us, it's all about doing the thing we set out to do in the first place. Make the product, deliver the service, serve the customer. Generally, this law is all about getting shit done. <laughs> and most of us really gravitate towards it because it feels easier, right? It doesn't require the mental or emotional work of the first three laws. And it's a place where simply being busy can feel like progress. However, it's also clearly an essential part of running a business, right? You need to be able to make stuff and sell stuff and get it out the door. But the key is not to ignore the other four laws and focus on this one exclusively, which seems to be the default behavior for most entrepreneurs. We put our head down and grind it out, feeling like surely the more tasks we tick off and the more we obsess over the quality of our product, <laughs> the more success we deserve. But unfortunately, this is not true. And this law also has huge opportunities for increasing efficiency um, by delegating and automating. These become really important parts of the conversation around mechanics. 
which does usually back up to mindset as we start to face the realities of learning to let go and ask for help, heal our perfectionism, and manage our feelings of not enough time and not enough money that deter us from building our teams or hiring help or investing in the ways we need to invest to make our businesses more efficient. Which leads me to momentum, the fifth law. Momentum is the law that sort of sums up the other four because it's basically our ability to consistently show up. Many of us spend a lot of time looking for shortcuts and hacks towards our vision of success and freedom, but the reality is you have got to put in the hours. This can be a real challenge many days when we're riding the emotional roller coaster of entrepreneurship. Without fully understanding the other four laws and investing in ourselves with habits like planning, reviewing the data in our marketing, regularly doing the deeper work to fuel a healthy mindset, yes, unfortunately, the mindset work is never done, it just keeps changing, (laughs) we can find ourselves in this jerky, depressing, stop-start mentality that never really allows our efforts to build upon themselves. This leads us to frustration and burnout and feeling like we're spending too much time and too much money and not getting enough out of it. So one of the real secrets of momentum is to focus on momentum as the goal rather than just individual results. We'll dive more into how to do that as this season moves forward. Okay, take a deep breath, wiggle your shoulders, (laughs) shake it off. I know that's a lot for today, but I was really excited to introduce you to these laws and I cannot wait to dive further into them. I know you've probably got lots of thoughts and questions swirling around after you know going through each of these laws, so I have two simple actions for you. The first one is to make sure you visit the show notes on jnicolesmith.com slash podcast because you will find a super helpful resource there to help you identify exactly where you're at now within these five laws and to give you some super handy next steps towards growth. So make sure you go grab that. The other thing is to head on over to our private free community on Facebook where you can chat with me and my team and our wonderful group of enchanted rebels who are diligently building brands that matter instead of just businesses. It's a wonderful community and you'll find that at facebook.com slash groups slash magicmakershq. That's it for this episode of the Magic Maker Podcast. Welcome to the headquarters of entrepreneurs who want to do good, be real, find happy, and build brands that matter. We are thrilled that you are here. Next week, we're going to create the vision to help guide you and your planning and your journey, managing and mastering these five laws for this year and beyond. We're going to ask you one really important question, which is, what if it were easy? So make sure you subscribe so you don't miss it. And we would be so, so grateful if you'd leave us a review for this podcast on iTunes or wherever you're listening so we can reach more magic makers and help them too to change their lives and the world. Thank you.